If you're just tuning in and want to find out more about what this podcast is about, then either read the description or go to the intro episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the very first episode of our podcast, which is called Tales from the CSAP Floor. This podcast will guide our listeners through the journey of CSAP. It will give a deeper look into our program, the good and the tough times we've had, told through the stories of our ASEs and ASRs, from the first day they've heard of the program up to the moment they graduate and go into the world. My name is Peter Gusakov, and I'll be the host for this first episode. And what is any good host without even better guests? In today's episode, I'll be talking to my very good friends, Morango Maifa from South Africa and Alexander de Pipera from Belgium. Today, we'll be talking about the journey Morongo, Alex, and myself, and all the other CSAPers have undertaken to find out about Cisco and the program and to get to the final stages of the assessment center. So my first question would be, what actually brings a Russian, a South African, and a Belgian into one room besides a comedy skit? I think it would be safe to assume that a year ago, probably none of us would say that we've been in Amsterdam or in Cisco. Is that correct? Very true. Yeah, I would guess that's true. Did, uh, did any of you hear about Cisco before you actually applied to the program? I'll start. I've never heard of Cisco before. And how I came to know about the program was that through a network of a friend. I got involved in like a lot of businesses uh, while I was still in varsity. But a friend of mine looked at it and said, sales, I think Moronga could be a good candidate for this. And actually, they CC'd me on Facebook through a friend's uh, post. I added that friend, who's Jawlile Mabuza, and I applied. Uh, so I heard of Cisco in two ways. First of all, my cousin worked at Cisco, uh, which, of course, he talks about a lot. Uh, at my business school, there was a sales competition. And then uh, Cisco contacted me, and then uh, I start Googling. Uh, and uh, yeah, then you see how, how big a company it is. When we apply for a job in the beginning of our career, it's always, uh, it's always thousands of applications. It's always thousands of call, phone calls, emails, people that contact you, go here, send this. So what was the first thing that actually turned your attention to Cisco? And, and correct me if I'm wrong, none of us have IT background here. Mo's chemical engineer and Alex has uh, studies in business, in business economics. Ex- business economics. And I'm a lawyer, so we have very, very little in common when it comes to IT. But what was this turning point for you? Uh, for me, actually, the choice I made was was threefold. On the first hand, I wanted to go in sales um, because, yeah, you always have friends where you look up to and you say, that is something really good I want to get, like strategy consulting or investment banking. But when I thought about it, it's not where I'm good at. And so, yeah, at my business school, they said, you have to go in sales because that's where you can really be good, better than others maybe. Uh, so that's why I chose sales. In my master as well, there was yeah, more innovation. And for me, it was really seamless to read all the papers and I didn't have to put a lot of energy in it. For me, like if you have finance papers, I would not read it because it's not interesting for me. So that, that's why I want to go in IT. And the, th- the third thing was I wanted to go to a company um, that uh, yeah, is big and can invest in me uh, and has a good traineeship uh, with, with a solid name. Um, and for me, the, these three reasons uh, were the reason I, I chose for Cisco. Mm. You, you prepared a very good answer for this question, I'd mm. say. Uh, what about you, Mo? What changed your mind or set your mind to Cisco? So before I could actually answer this is that I'm a fresh graduate. So I've never worked before. So after my graduation, I started applying to many companies. And 
it's actually so funny that no one ever responded to me but Cisco. Cisco was my only option. And when I got into the interview process and everything, I was like, wow, I'm being like, you know, really like challenged to growing here because I was used to going to like a typical interview of um, tell us about yourself. But when I got this call, it actually like changed my life because I was like, wow, I've never expected something so great. And I think I didn't have much choices to choose from, mm -hmm. but I'm happy that actually Cisco came at the right time because I didn't have like a specific of this is the kind of company I want. Mm -hmm. As a fresh graduate, you try to be flexible. You try to open up and see where can I learn, like where can I gain the skills. So for me, I only had Cisco. I can say that Cisco is my first love because <laughs> I had no choice to choose from, but it came actually at the right moment of my life. Mm, that's, that's, yes. a, that's a very good story. I would like to dwell a bit more on your story because, uh, well, we all here, we have very different degrees of association with IT. I would like to dwell a bit on uh, what was it hard to make this decision of going like a whole other direction? I mean, okay, it's still engineering in a way, but I, I'm, I, I think it's safe to assume that IT engineering has nothing to do with chemical engineering. So w was it easy to make this decision? So for me is that uh, during the end of my degree, chemical engineering, I actually started realizing that is this what I want? And I actually got bored during the labs and I was like, I don't think this is something that I'm looking for. But I did not limit myself from opening up to opportunities that can come in chemical engineering. Mm -hmm. So what happened is that I started getting involved during my last year of university. And one of them was I, I started a small business in clothing. And through that, that's when I learned about sales, like the business world. Again, I further took a course in sales and marketing while I'm still pursuing my chemical engineering degree. And from then, I got selected for a program called uh, Enterprise Program. They were looking for young women in business. Mm -hmm. So I took that. And for me to actually like uh, transit from chemical engineering to IT, which is more sales and business, was not much hard because I felt like this is something that I've been looking for. Towards the end of my degree, it's, I saw the sign that I've been preparing for this, but I didn't know it would actually lead me into Cisco in sales and business. So it was not hard at all. Mm. What about you, Alex? I think uh, one prerequisite of Cisco is not that you're an expert in IT, but you are an uh, enthusiastic in, in IT and you're really interested. Uh, and I think that's where they select, uh, because in the beginning of the program, you get all the education uh, on the, the products and, and services we offer. Um, the most important thing is uh, being interested in IT. And then they look more at the person itself. Uh, are you eager to learn? Um, are you good with people? And um, so, yeah, that's that's basically it. Um, it's not that much of a shift because I was always interested in IT. Um, and I think that's also why they, uh, they hired me as well. That is a very interesting point about IT, which also tipped me into the favor of, of going to Cisco is that if you look at IT now, it's uh, it will never cease to amaze us in the future. We're we're mm -hmm. we've we've been doing IT on a grand scale for what fifty years probably. We, the fifty years ago, our computers were as big as a room. Now we can fit a rocket uh, like a rocket-sized <laughs> computer into a pin uh, in a pin of a pen. Yeah. So if you want to apply to the program, 
What was the process for you? So you found out about Cisco, you got an email, you got a request from a friend. What was the next things you were supposed to do to actually get involved and to get contacted by Cisco? So for me is that after I sent my CV, um, the process was actually like easier for me and smoother. I got called to, to submit a video of, they asked me like few questions which were more like personal of, tell us about your strength, what you do on daily basis. I had a beautiful interview with uh, Oshi from Amsterdam and through Webex. That, that was my first time using Webex. And yeah, through that interview, I got selected to the final assessment. So the process was not really like difficult. It was like you were guided for each and every step from getting the, submitting the video to the assessment center. I remember uh, when, when we were passing the interview phase, when we first got the Webex call, um, I never used or saw Webex before in my life. So the, a, very, a very kind and patient woman was on the other side of the, of the line. And it took me like, I think it was like 15 minutes to just figure out how to switch the sound on on my system just to start talking to her. And for me, I was, I was already out of my mind panicking. Okay, this interview is going the worst possible way. But no, it, we just started from scratch. It was, it was very interesting and calm. So Alex, what about, what about you? How did your first interview go? Uh, yes, so uh, my process to the assessment center was, first of all, in my business school, uh, I had the sales competition. Um, and then uh, Karima Draoui from Belgium contacted me, like, yeah, it could be really interesting for you to apply for uh, the Cisco Associate Program. Uh, and I looked into it, and then I applied. Uh, and then the process, uh, once started, it went quite smoothly. I think there was first an interview uh, from an external company. Um, yeah, it was. They were in London, and I was in Belgium, and then, uh, yeah, then, then I, I got through that round, uh, and then also I had the video interview. Like, just you had to record some videos. Uh, funny story there. That there were like five or six videos you had to take, uh, and at one point I was just waiting for two minutes to send my video, but uh, actually that was my video, so uh, <laughs> that was uh, not so good. But my other videos were. were great and they gave me another shot at that one part so all went smoothly then uh, and then um, I got the good news I had to go to the assessment center uh, and they were really flexible there as well um, so I was in Berlin and they shipped me over to uh, Amsterdam uh, just for the assessment center uh, yeah where you feel yeah you feel valued and uh, that was also really important for me what was uh, what was one of the things that you were afraid of when you were going through is because again this is although we've all passed quite a few uh, interview processes we've tried to apply to different programs uh what was the first thing that was giving you chills in the back when you were going there and then when you walked out you were like okay like this this we have to get rid of this already <laughs> uh, at the assessment center uh, we were asked to um prepare yeah, you had to study some things uh, about IT. It was about routers and switches, which I already heard of. But yeah, once you study it, you know that you know so little actually. So then the test at the assessment center, the so the knowledge test, uh, I was a bit afraid of that one. Uh, but in the end, well, yeah, you just get guided good. You get good material to study. And when once you study it, and because you're interested, it goes from, from itself. Uh, and yeah, I should maybe stress a little less about that. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Mo? So like Alex is saying, you actually get uh, a lot of study materials. So you're being guided from the beginning to the end. So for me was, 
okay, I did study, I did research. I mean, the language was new for me, switches, routers. <laughs> but I think when I walked into that uh, the assessment center place was that I was scared of, it was more of like lack of confidence of, as a fresh graduate, this mm. is my first interview ever. And am I good enough to do this? You know, am I that candidate are they looking for? So I was more of like scared of what what is going to come out. Are they going to select me? Because, I mean, I was looking for a job. I wanted to do something about my life. But it was more of personal, like um, lack of confidence of am I good enough for this? You know, and when I walked out, actually, I was positive, but I was like, of course, there are other candidates, you know, I, I don't know how they did, but I was more confident of um, the interview, how I did in the, in the interview. I was very like more relaxed and I showed my real self. I acknowledged that at some part of the, the, uh, the assessment center, I was lacking a bit, I was scared, but I walked out like with a good uh, positive that I, I, I believe that something would happen out of this. That's actually a uh, that's actually a very good point, Mo. Because uh, I think that for for every one of us that's been going through interview processes and assessment centers, some, the the worst thing is that comes to head when you actually go there is the unexpected. And this was a very uh, different experience when it came to Cisco because, as you guys said correctly, the materials were provided. No one asks to for you to jump hoops or to do something that's inhuman and unexpected from you. They just want to see if you are capable of communicating with people, if you are willing to understand and acknowledge new information that probably can be absolutely new to you, you can have some background in IT. To sum it up, we're going into the assessment center and you could go back in time and stop yourself right before the entrance and say, dude, this just I have one sentence that I can give you. What would you tell yourself before this whole thing started, if you had the chance? Uh, tough question. I would say uh, trust in the process. So you applied for positions uh, in, in, in general, but like when you trust that you are good in sales or you are the person to be in sales, you are IT eager in IT and uh, you want to be guided at Cisco. You only have a connection with a company that feels the same about you. Um, and if you're, your, if you're being yourself and then you just trust in the process, I think then all comes by itself. Mm -hmm. um, I had other interviews where I, yeah, I didn't, I didn't have, I didn't feel like I, I could be myself. Mm -hmm. And then you just, uh, yeah, you don't pass or you pass, but you know it won't be good uh, to work there. So if you're just being yourself uh, and you apply at a company, then uh, then when they hire you, uh, it's a good match, I'd say. Mm, that's a good one. Mo? He took my word. <laughs> so what I actually wanted to say was that, like, I would remind myself to just be myself because you're working into something that you don't know much about or you don't know the process, what's going to turn out. And I can't give like technical advices of you should know this, you shouldn't know this. But being yourself, you're allowing yourself to, to be flexible, to be adaptable, to learn more. You are teaching yourself to not lose the spirit of, you know, I want to know more about this. I want to be here. And you're not losing the moment of being present at that point during your 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 assessment so by that this is because for me it helped me to actually realize that i don't know what the future holds but if i really tell myself that i'm here and i'm being myself i think the good can come out of that because i'm not faking anything and if it doesn't come well i know that i learned something by the end of the day this was not a loss 
So I think I do agree with Alexander saying that if you really believe, if you connect, and by connecting, by being there, you have to be yourself. Mm. If I can add to that, yeah, you can be yourself, of course, but you have to be prepared as well. Um, <laughs> that's yeah, true. That's, that's really important. <laughs> they also, yeah, they see, they, they have a lot of applicants, so you better come prepared as well. Um, so there was a presentation you had to do. I prepared really well. Um, then there was also the sales conversation. And yeah, you, it's, it's really important to, to come prepared. And yeah, of course you can be yourself, and, uh, but preparation is also really key at uh, an assessment center, I think. I, I think we, we can uh, we can safely assume that both the, the both comprise the the essence of getting into the CSAP program. If you're capable of being yourself and showing your the, your authentic good parts and acknowledging the things that you're not good at, then we're we're not supermen. We're not good at everything that we do, and the fact that you can acknowledge that is also very helpful. And of course, well, if you're going to an interview, at least read up about the company. Look what's happening around you. Uh, but all in all, I would say that uh, if you're curious to know new stuff about IT and if, you won't, if you're looking for career opportunities uh, in the beginning of your career and you're interested in working for one of the biggest IT companies in the world, well, that I suggest you stay tuned for the next episode of the CSAP podcast. Thank you very much. Thank, Thank you, you, Mo and Alex. Thank you, Peter. Thank you, Peter. If you're interested in finding out more about the CSAP program or want to apply for a role, then go to the link in the description and stay tuned.